Dear woman in STEM, it's so great to have this opportunity to speak with you. My name is Lillian Judy, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. The Dear Women in STEM podcast is a diary-style podcast designed to help women in STEM navigate the field. But not only that, it's a love letter to all the women in STEM who have ever been told that they're not good enough, they don't belong, or even those who just feel like they don't fit in. With your help, I'm going to answer common questions, offer support and guidance to you, and just really have a good kiki with you all as I share transparent stories and experiences with you. So buckle up and let's begin. Sincerely, Lillian Judy. Dear woman in STEM, this is my story. In 2011, I graduated from my high school boarding school in Ghana. I was excited to go to college, especially because it was outside the country. My family had agreed to support this decision and America was the country of choice. Florida was the state of choice and chemical engineering was the program of choice. Listen, if only I knew I was in for the ride of my life, honestly. You know that saying when Charles Dickens says it was the best of times and the worst of times? Yeah, that's really what it was. So I decided not to write anything down for my very first episode because I just wanted it to feel like a conversation with you guys. So going back to how I started in Ghana, my high school was set up in such a way that you pick three classes at the standard level and then three classes at the higher level. So for my higher level classes, I picked French because at the time I loved French and I still do love French. I picked math for higher level and then I picked physics for higher level because I just really loved maths and sciences at that time. And honestly, talking about gender diversity in STEM, it started all the way back in high school for me because my physics class and I believe math classes, we were about like two or three women in the class. Honestly, this should have given me a glimpse into the industry that I was um, going into because I don't think it really clicked to me or I really processed what I had experienced in high school that I was going to see on a much larger scale on a totally different level because you're mixing in races and all that. But let me go back to freshman year. So the very first week of freshman year, I believe only the freshman students were allowed to come in. And that first week was so amazing. Like I met my roommates, I made friends. It was so fun. Everyone was like people were coming in from all over the world. I made amazing friends from Zimbabwe. I met someone who came from Kenya, friends from South Africa. I even had a a girl who was like my best friend during that time. She was from Spain. It was just a vibe, honestly. Honestly, sometimes I wish I could go back to that first week of school because it was just so stress-free. We were getting to know each other. We were playing all these games, activities that first week. Like I was learning all these new things, being in a totally different country, meeting people from all over the world and just, you know, just being independent on a totally different level, right? And with great independence comes great responsibility. And I think one of the biggest mistakes I made during that time was thinking that life was going to be the way it was when I was in boarding school, but not realizing that even in boarding school, like they're controlling a lot of things. They're telling us when to eat, when to sleep, when to go to class, when to study, when to do your homework, all these things. So it was still kind of structured, but here it's like, 
you do whatever the hell you want <laughs> you know you pick when you want to do your homework you pick whether you even show up to class you know all these things so i think navigating all that and also i made the mistake of thinking that because i had taken math and physics at a higher level in, in high school it was going to be a breeze when i came to college right and i mean it should have but yeah i was in for a rude awakening <laughs> because shortly after i started failing classes like it didn't make sense to me it felt like okay the classes that i thought i was going to excel at like these classes were the classes i was getting c's and d's and i didn't understand i was like wait like i i started doubting myself i started questioning my abilities honestly because i'm like I know I can do calculus. Like calculus is not that hard for me. So why am I failing these classes, you know? And it kind of spiraled into my scholarship being taken away from me because I came in on a scholarship. And for those who know, you have to maintain a certain GPA. And at the end of um, my first year of college, I was on probation, honestly. And I think all that going on and just being independent from for the first time in my life and just figuring everything out culture shock so many things going on i don't think i processed everything well and so i started trying to fix things fix quote unquote because instead of going to my professors and trying to you know work something out with them I started because I had this um, confidence that I'm supposed to know these things. I was trying to fix things on my own, right? And not realizing that this is a whole new different learning system. This is a whole new way of doing things that I wasn't even aware of because trust me, like the way things are done in America are very different from the way things are done in Ghana. Like in America, you can get a, a score and then go to your professor and, and ask to do extra credits in Ghana there's no option for that <laughs> you know whatever you get is what you get and I think I hadn't fully processed and understood that so I was still operating with my Ghanaian mentality living in America and I think that really cost me because in trying to fix things the next semester in trying to catch up and everything I kept failing like it was getting worse and worse and worse and at the end of that semester I was placed on academic dismissal now let me explain this and <laughs> break it down for those who don't understand what this means in terms of being an international student when you come into the country as an international student you are tied to the college you are tied to your grades you're tied to everything that happens in college is tied to you being legally um, authorized to stay in america and so being on academic dismissal means i cannot be in school i.e there's no reason for you to be in this country it meant basically pack your bags and leave <laughs> like in layman terms like that's basically what it meant and i honestly would not wish this on anyone because it's not the best feeling honestly because the international office that should be helping you these people are not like <laughs> sorry but like these people were not making it easy for me they were not presenting me with options so it was just really tough and I think coming from an African background and the first thing I was thinking of was the public shame that I would experience if I went back home, you know, with this. It's like, okay, Lillian left Ghana, came to America to study. All of a sudden she's back before time. Like what exactly is it, you know, and people are going to talk. And I was just thinking about all those things and 
like even the shame of me not being able to achieve the goals that I set for myself coming here and even thinking of the sacrifices that my family had made for me to be able to study here. It was like a big deal. And there were a lot of things that were going on and all this made me start doing things that I wasn't proud of. Honestly, these are things that if I could go back and change, I probably would want to change it. Not that I would change it, but like these are things that I would really, really want to change it. I don't want to say I will change it because I feel like everything that has happened in my life has brought me to this point and God orchestrated everything, every situation, no matter how ugly it was, it led me to this point. But that, that period of time, I was not proud of the things that I did. Luckily for me, I managed to relocate all the way to Massachusetts where I currently reside. And I basically started all over again. I started at a community college, Middlesex Community College in Massachusetts. And it was like a huge turning point in my life because I left all the friends I had made back in Florida. I was basically starting all over again. And it's like, I was isolated physically. I was isolated even though I was away from my family who were thousands of miles away, I was now away from the home I had created in Florida. So there were a lot of things going on with me at that point in time that I don't even think I had processed. And I was still really young, you know, but I really thank God for that isolation period because it strengthened my relationship with God, first of all. And um, miraculously, the class, the same classes I was failing in Florida when I started taking those same classes at the community college in Massachusetts, I was acing those same classes. Like I was getting A's, A minus, like that's literally all I was getting. I ended up on the Dean's list. I even became a chemistry tutor at a point. And it was just crazy to me because I kept looking back at, that was something one of my aunties told me. She was like, print the last transcript from florida paste it on your fridge and keep referring to it keep looking at it just so it, it kind of reminds you not to traumatize you or anything but but it reminds you of like where you started from and what the journey has been right because when i was looking back i'm like yo i was getting d's and f's in this same chemistry class like what is what is going on you know but yeah i really thank god for being able to um thrive then and another pivotal moment in my life was i ended up graduating in 2015 from this community college and if things had gone according to plan i should have been graduating with my bachelor's degree in 2015 which is what most of my peers were doing all the people i left ghana with all my high school friends most of them actually were graduating that year so it was just weird i think people were seeing me post my graduation pictures at the same time. And they probably thought I was graduating with my bachelor's, but in reality, I was graduating with my associates in science degree. Right. And I kind of let that story just run because I was filled with a lot of shame, honestly, but you see the way that God works, honestly, this, <laughs> this episode is turning into a, like a testimony kind of episode, which, which is really what my life is. My life is really a testimony of God's goodness, honestly, because at that graduation, I was selected as one of two students who were recognized. Like I got a standing ovation 
in my entire graduation class and for me it was a surreal moment because i was thinking back i was like okay let's say let's assume everything went well in florida you graduated would you have experienced this probably not like i'd have just been one of the many people graduating that year you know what i mean and um not that like i'm living for high praises or anything like that but it just goes to show that god always has a plan like god always has other plans for us even though it may seem like things are not working out for you in this moment god is always working things behind the scenes honestly and mind you i was on a very lonely journey when i relocated to massachusetts but god also placed the right people in my life who kind of changed my whole mindset of what i needed to what I needed to do, who I needed to be, and just what I was looking for in life. I remember I had to um, start working when I moved to Massachusetts. I started working in the enrollment center at the community college. And I honestly had the most amazing co-workers, like these older white ladies that I worked with in the enrollment center. Like someday, like most days I looked forward to going to work. Like it was just fun. It started feeling like home for me, honestly, because like these women showed me so much love. These women didn't care about where I was coming from. They didn't care about my past. They didn't care about what I had experienced or what I had been through. They just cared about who I was then. And I think with everything that I was going through and experiencing at that point in time, it was much needed. Like I really needed people to speak all these positive things into my life because I, I think going through that transition period made me doubt myself a lot, doubt my abilities, question like if I'm, I'm even meant to be here, you know, if I'm even meant to be a woman in STEM. And I know that, you know, some people listening to me will probably experience this, have probably experienced this. And I just want to encourage you. And if you're in the thick of it, just hang in there because I promise you, you are listening to a success story. Like I'm someone who is getting called now to speak to young women in STEM. I'm someone now who is who has been given a platform to speak to young black girls in STEM, black women in STEM. And I'm doing all these amazing things. And I, I think back and I'm like, wow, like if I had given up at that point in time, like what would have happened? Like who will be speaking to these young women? Right. And so I'm here to tell you, don't give up. Honestly, keep pushing through, keep hanging in there. And it's really going to work out. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. So I'm going to wrap up right here and we're definitely going to do a part two of my story because there's so much more I want to share with you all. But I want to leave you with this. If you're on a journey that doesn't seem like what you expect it to be like, I want to remind you and encourage you that God is working something even more amazing, something more perfect for you behind the scenes and you may not see it now but just keep trusting in him because the journey is going to come to an end at a point and things are going to start to turn around and you're going to look up and be like god it was you all along so i'm going to wrap up right here and i just want to say a huge thank you to all of you for listening for tuning in and i really really appreciate it i don't take this for granted and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on instagram at dear woman in stem share this with a friend and i'll see you all once again next month sincerely lillian judy